0: Is magical. Welcome to Magic Monday. I'm Tess Whitehurst. And I'm Natasha Levenger. And this is a podcast about all the ways we experience and use the magic of the universe in our everyday lives.
1: Hello. Hello, everyone. Hello, Hello.
0: Tess. Hi, Natasha. <laughs> and Welcome. Happy Sagittarius season and
1: uh, happy Thanksgiving week. Oh, yeah, that's right. I, that really snuck up on me. Yeah. Did it sneak up on you? Kind of, yeah. Are you ready to watch the Big Lebowski? I yes. I'm so excited. It's been <laughs> too long. It gets better every year. Your tradition. Yeah. So last week we picked some cards for the week. How did they play out for you? They we picked the frog. Is was it the frog? Yeah. So oh, yeah. I picked
0: okay. the frog from the uh Wisdom of Avalon Oracle, which is cleaning house and releasing emotional baggage. So it was and, cleaning house? Yeah. Oh my and God. you got um imagine. Imagine. Yeah, from the wisdom of the oracle. Yeah. So, yeah, for me, well, so especially the frog because as you know, I was already like on a cleaning and clearing binge and yeah. I was like, "Oh, everything <laughs> is deep cleared and everything's clean," but I was reading um Tosha Silver's outrageous mm-hmm. openness and you know the part where she talks about forgiveness do you remember the part where she talked about like
1: I have her for, other book I don't oh, know you don't that know that one. One. oh mm-hmm. okay
0: well there's a part where she talks about forgiveness and like letting go of grudges and mm. I this is like an ongoing thing you know we talk about this a lot and this is going to be a theme today I already know it yeah but it was like <laughs> She talked about getting rid of pictures of people who are still in your, like, if you're still angry, you still, and you just want to let it go. I'm
1: Is dying there, on so many levels right well, really? Now. Why I'm are you, did you have know. that yeah, this week? Yeah, you continue. Just okay. continue.
0: Well, I, when she did that, I realized there are a couple of, I mean, the two main people that I still feel like anger and hurt toward. Yeah. I have, like, had a lot of pictures of them still and letters from them, Ooh. which were just, like, so deep. Like, they were people that were really close to me for so long, and yes. one of them was my mother. Oh, so,
1: yeah, she was very close to
0: Right, <laughs> and it didn't occur to me, you know, like, oh, I could get rid of those pictures, and that yes. might help to get that story out, so – I did that yesterday and it was pretty emotional.
1: It was? Yeah. Like, I mean, I think that's a good sign yes. that it was emotional.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, wow. I, do you feel like, oh boy, yesterday you did it. Yeah. I was just going to say it's good timing for the healing because we did a trait we're going to do. A oh, trait, right. So that will be yeah. good to I really know. get it out there. Wow. So how are you feeling now? How did you feel? Like you just felt sad and well relief, like at first or... I was
0: like oh like I it, it was kind of neat to go through all the pictures I do have because I was like oh here's a picture of me and Ted like just to kind of like was just like oh these are the people who I feel really good about and yeah. I saw the pictures of them too and then I was like okay it's time to like mm. there is a lot of pain still here and I do really want to let go of these stories and so I at first I just kind of did it like Okay, they're in the garbage. But then <laughs> I was reading my—I just kind of was resting and reading my book for a second, and Ted looked at me, and then I just started crying, oh. and he was like, "What is it?" And I just explained to him about the, what I had just done. Yeah,
1: was it so, more than just her?
0: Yeah, there's also a close friend of mine who mm. I have been. Not, you know, just kind of holding some grudges against and yeah. we had ended our relationship. And yeah, so, yeah. So was it was a two, those two people.
1: Well, I am dying on multiple levels because yeah. one, first of all, I was sick all week, as you know. I couldn't yeah. even speak. I had to cancel all my sessions and everything because I literally couldn't speak and also didn't feel well. But um, I somehow, even though I was so sick, I felt compelled to clean. Like yeah. Brett came down and he was like, what are you do-? Like I was cleaning the fridge, which as you know, I barely knew what dusting was last week. <laughs> and I did notice for dusting sometimes I would just take my fingers and just swoosh it off. But <laughs> for the fridge, I really got in there and I was like, what is happening? I'm sick. And yet I was deep cleaning. But that's not the Thing that really mirrors what you just said, which I can't believe. So I was sick, so most of the time I couldn't do that. But I was like, "Well, I'll just do a tech, uh, not a tech, a uh, email clean clutter." And I came across this email thread that I didn't even know was completely deleted. Like I, I don't even know how it appeared, but from this thread where I bas- where I was breaking up with a friend, yeah. and this was eight years ago.
0: Oh my gosh. Wow. It was still in there. It was
1: still in there. And I was like, I have to delete everything. Like I went through all my files and then this showed up. And it was very, it was just interesting because I reread this whole thread, which was like a whole thing. But, um, I, I had a big healing from that because I realized like when I was looking at it, I was like, Oh, like one thing I said in there, I was like, Why did I say that? That was really Uh. thoughtless. Like I had no knowledge, like no awareness of how it would affect this person. Oh. And it was interesting just because I thought I was so aware at the time, you know? Like, I mean, I really thought I was so aware. Now this person, well, whatever. But the point, (laughs) there was a lot of aggression towards me and I could say all that. But what I, I had a big healing about it because made me realize like oh my god like we're just doing the best I can even they were oh, doing the best yeah. they can. everybody really is like not that I should befriend this person because I shouldn't because I do feel they were not treating me well right but yet in this discussion I was like it was hard for me to look at because a big part of me wanted to I realized, felt like, oh, if I'm wrong at all, then I'm a bad person and I made a terrible mistake and I'm really bad and everybody should not like me and this, like, they shouldn't like me. It was actually this person and their partner. It was quite, it was like them ganged up against me, but uh, yeah, it was pretty intense, but, um, And yet this one part of it, I was like, oh my gosh. It really was, I understand why the part, I really hurt the partner by saying this and I really didn't mean to, but I see it. And so it was just this whole big healing in terms of me having more empathy for people, but also working on this empathy for myself. Oh, I love that. It was really hard because it was like true... What did they say? Not, maybe it was inventory or what's the word? Like I was just really owning my part but noticing how hard it was to own it because there was so much feeling of, oh, God, that if I own it, I'm a bad person.
0: Like what does that
1: say about mm-hmm. me? Yeah.
0: But that is so inspiring to me because that is like – That's what I've been thinking about with forgiveness. I mean, that how it is all connected, like forgiving others and forgiving ourselves. And then also like that's the whole I think that's the confusing part for so many people, including me, is like we want to feel our feelings, but we also don't want to hold on. And what you're talking about, I think is like that you were able to see, yeah, I wasn't perfect and they weren't perfect and I can let all of that go. Like not want to be their friend and like honor that I felt angry. Yeah. And, but also honor that I was also in the drama and I like had a role in that. And I can see that 100% with my mom and with this friend, like that I. I wasn't being perfect either. And I was hurt and I was reacting in these challenging ways. But I think that I'm what is coming into focus more for me right now is, is that, that you can – it's not an either or. Like it's not either yes. you're really angry or you're totally forgiving. It's like you yeah. can be forgiving and let go and also – be like, yeah, that really hurt me, and I feel angry about it, and I wasn't perfect, and I can still forgive myself and forgive them. Yes. You know?
1: It's interesting. The hardest part is the forgiveness with myself because I really feel like I'm being black and white with myself. Like Brett was saying, like, the part you did was, like, <laughs> so – little compared to the rest of what happened but for me i'm weighing it like oh shit because i thought i had done everything just perfectly like weighed it out before i wrote it and did it but it was still like oh so like yeah that but when i did have that i felt it felt like a healing because i just like felt this like compassion in my heart like for humans (laughs) I started to like cry a little bit because i was like oh my god we're just all here trying our best to you know yeah so yeah uh, really doing it towards my uh, putting that towards myself has been kind of push pill pull like back and forth you know
0: yeah but i when i have been thinking about forgiveness again lately i i've been thinking about my grandma because mm-hmm. she's now she's dead she's been dead since i was 22 she's on the other side yeah. and um when i was young i used to have so much drama with her like she just like i had all these stories about she and she was like challenging in a lot of ways she was um had a lot of like she was really uptight about certain things and really controlling but since she's been on the other side, just like you've said about your mom, yeah, it's like then you, it's like easy for me to connect with who she really is, like yeah. her true being of light that is beyond all of that human drama. And that's kind of what I've been thinking about with forgiveness of myself and other people is that's who they are now, like that yes. way that I'm able to tap into my grandma. That's who they truly are now. All the rest yes. of it is like just this temporary human illusion
1: story. Yeah, yeah. and that's specific. We are gonna have a answer a question soon, which is different than this but when you're involved in the story itself with the other person like that you know well it, that's what we're talking about too. yeah because yeah. yeah um but yeah i remember when my mom died my friend kia was like ding dong the witch is dead <laughs> and mm-hmm. she was like i can't believe i just said that because she is an extremely non-judgmental person but she's like <laughs> it just like almost no offense Kia but to a fault like she will not acknowledge like it's okay you can have feelings of oh, anger yeah. towards people or whatever like it's okay um she listens that's why I'm talking to her <laughs> but um but she's like oh my god I can't believe I said that but then she was like I really got that message strongly that her ego died like that oh, which part of her died right. And then her essence. Because that was
0: never who she really was. Exactly. Yeah. Which
1: is true, which is so true. And yeah, she does feel badly about how things went down. And that's why it's like, yeah, jeez, forgiveness really has the answer right now. It's the energy report.
0: Oh, yeah. I which know. I won't be so- doing
1: this week, so it's not a spoiler alert.
0: <laughs> but, yeah, I talk about that, too, with um how at funerals, after somebody dies, uh, everybody's like, oh, this was the best person, you yes. know? How, and then, you know, like, sometimes people are like, well, they weren't totally perfect, but, <laughs> yeah. but they were, though. Like, that's why I think it yeah. becomes so clear, and that's why at a funeral, everybody's suddenly like, no, this was the best person because that's all that's left is, like, who yes. they really were all along, which is, like, pure light.
1: Yeah, but, again, like... Um, even though that's their essence, maybe in human form, they don't know how to be nice to people (laughs) in real life, maybe. So that's why it's like still very important to not have certain people in your life.
0: Right. And that, and I think that, that honoring of both levels, I think that's the, where that, that's the key. And that's why it's so confusing. I think forgiveness, because you definitely want to feel all the anger and you also, it also feels good to let go of the story so you can be free. Yes, totally.
1: Well, that was quite a wrap up. Yeah, check it. Yeah. yeah, that was big, big stuff. Okay, so what what do we do now? <laughs> Why don't so I now, remember?
0: <laughs> so now we want to talk about our con- our giveaway. So oh, we are yeah. going to today. If you go to Instagram to our Instagram page, which is Magic Monday Podcast, we will announce the winners so one of one person is going to win my new book unicorn magic and one person is going to win a 20-minute session with natasha
1: that's true rocco wants in my dog because oh she, you want to let him in he wants the reading <laughs> <laughs> the, the i truth think is... he wants the book <laughs> well i have a copy <laughs> i can let him read it <laughs> oh, okay <laughs> he is always present in my readings when I do them in the office. Oh. Um, yeah. So if you're listening today, Monday, we should say. Yeah. So this, this is Monday. And November we'll 25th. Mm, okay. That's <laughs> well, I, probably right. That I only know correct. that because um, the new moon is Tuesday. Oh, which yeah. Is the 26th. Right. Yeah. That's right. imprinted in my brain. Um, and also, are we still do goddess provisions? Box. Yeah, I noticed some people on our Facebook Magic Monday listener page were debating if they could get it with, like, if it was more shipping to Canada, which I know they ship everywhere, but I don't know if it's more. Yeah,
0: I don't know either. I think it might say on their website. But they, um, Goddess Provisions is a subscription box and they send all kinds of fun self-care items, five to six of them. Every month you can just get it for a month or you can get a subscription and it's cruelty-free and vegan and they plant a tree for every box they send and we just really love it. It's Mm -hmm. an amazing price for all the stuff that you get. So if you want to support our podcast, go to magicmondaypodcast.com and then click on Goddess Provisions in the show notes or on the sidebar.
1: And some people on there were also saying they've never had a subscription box before and I just have to say if you like presents – you're really gonna love it. Yeah. I mean, it's just like getting all these cool. really super fun presents in the mail. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what is next? <laughs> What's next? You want to do questions? Oh yeah, that's okay. what was next. I knew it. I knew there was something I was forgetting. Um, why don't you? Do you want to ask the first one? Um. Sure. Well, or you I'll start do it the first one. okay you start okay um hi tessa natasha i love your podcast i always feel super grounded and positive after listening i'm wondering if you think it is necessary to forgive in order to heal i'm working really hard to heal from a traumatic event in my past and wonder if my anger towards the person who inflicted the trauma keeps me attached to him energetically speaking thank you for sharing your beautiful perspectives um so we covered a lot of forgiveness earlier but I actually now have done a reading with her. So, um, she said it was okay to share this element of it, which I think is like important. So her traumatic event was being like assaulted at gunpoint, which is terrible, Uh, obviously. And, um, I obviously will not give away any details of what happened other than that. But she did say it was okay to share. The thing that she was doing that I saw in the session was she was – because she didn't get closure with this person, she was bringing him in energetically, like, to kind of give him a big fuck you, (laughs) you know, Um, understandably. Like, it was like she didn't want to – she – on an energy level, she felt she had to bring him in in order to really... Like, she didn't want to let it go, let him get, get away with it. Uh-huh. And so it was like, come over here, come over here. You got to get in here. I'm not going to let you get away with this kind of a thing. Oh, yeah. hmm Which is... I mean, that's why I was saying this that it, it's different than what we were talking about. Oh, with yeah. The stories with, you know, being involved in... <sighs> In I know drama makes it sound like I'm um diminishing what it means, but um but it's not like a like old relationship or something like that,
0: no, but I mean there is a similar dynamic of like the holding on like you'd need like it's somehow thinking, feeling like this person has to pay, and somehow I'm in it make them pay by holding on to this anger and, you know, yes. punishing them in my own mind, which really isn't punishing them and is punishing us. So there is that. I mean, it is different, but it is also not different.
1: Right. In right. another way. I can see how it would be much harder <laughs> to come to forgiveness without or like compassion for that person. I mean, that's like next level challenging to have compassion for that person. Um, well, yeah, I mean, but see, I don't know if you need to have compassion. That's, that's mm, the thing mm, about forgiveness,
0: okay. like, like a letting go of that feeling, like I'm just going to keep holding on and wanting to punish, yeah, and then having compassion, like maybe we don't have to. I mean, yeah, the compassion can come, but the letting go of just like going over and over the story. I actually right. don't know if I've told you this before, but I was held at gunpoint before. What? also. Sorry, yeah, so, so. when I was, I was like. Nineteen, I was in acting school. I was in Pasadena, and I was really like had post traumatic stress disorder. This person wanted to kidnap my friend, me and my friend, and holy, um, it was really scary. And but I remember doing a lot of like. What I, I actually remember being in Seattle, which is where I moved after I lived in Pasadena. And living, oh. I lived there by myself. I was like nineteen, oh. and I remember I drew a picture of the guy. I drew I, and I'm not an artist but I drew a picture of the like the the guy holding me at gunpoint in the car and like just tried to put the feeling of it into the picture and then I burned it in nice. a like a cleansing ritual and yeah. it was because it was it, it, it was because I felt, I still felt fear. Like that story Mm -hmm. being in my field was causing me to feel really um, vulnerable when I was just outside in the world all the time. And I just wanted to let go of that pattern in my energy field and doing a a cleansing ritual like that really helped.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, that sounds really good. And I think she mentioned she was going to do something like that too. But I think now I can't remember the reading what I did specifically with her but what I was saying was that um, the reason she was bringing him in was because she and her inner child were so angry with him so instead of dealing with it with him in her space just go to the inner child and deal with that anger that feel you know uh, all those feelings and what does she need and all of that because you don't need to bring them in it's just like like with my mom, for instance, who inflicted a lot of hurt on me, like I don't, it's bad if I brought her in, that would make me feel, I, I don't mean it's bad, like I'm doing a bad thing, but like, it would make me feel really bad. I don't need right. her energy in my space <laughs> at yeah. all. So instead I deal with my inner child. Oh yeah, you feel very sad. You feel abandoned. You, feel, You know, whatever all those yeah. feelings are and then nurture her and give her love and all of that. And whatever I need to do. And yeah, the burning is good with anger, like, like making sure like you're the parent with this inner child feeling that you're with this inner child, you know, and all the feelings that she has are there. So that's what I believe I was telling her with forgiveness. No, you don't have to forgive him. The real issue here is are those feelings that are unresolved, which is why you're bringing him in, why she was bringing him in. But I think you're right. Yeah. I do think that when you let go, compassion is a thing that comes up naturally.
0: Yeah. I guess I just feel like it's... The the trickiness is that feeling that I feel like that pressure, like, yes, oh, no, I yes. have to be a good person and I have to be compassionate. Yes. I feel like it's more like to think of the dynamic as I just really want to let this go because for myself, you know, yes, not because exactly. I want to be a good person.
1: Yeah. Just like with this, I almost said their name, <laughs> but the person I was dealing with, like when if I was like, oh, I have to be compassionate towards them, that would have stopped the healing actually. because right. Because it would have cut off the experience of me um, connecting to my inner child and all those feelings that I'm having and releasing it from that place. Yeah. I wouldn't have felt heard. I just would have felt like we need to put a boom compassion stamp, a forgiveness stamp, and it would have like shortcutted that process of me feeling my anger and whatever it was. Yeah. So that's why I think, yeah, it's not – I think I do think like I said when I once I let that go more. All of a sudden, I felt forgiveness, not just not compassion. I felt compassion for not just him but the human race. <laughs> right, <laughs> you know. And if I had pressured myself into that, I wouldn't have gotten there authentically. Right.
0: Yeah. yeah so we were talking about forgiveness last night during the Divine Resonance Magic mm-hmm. Mastermind, and I was talking about um, the Violet Fire because this is something I like to. Re- Pull in whenever there's a feeling that I'm judging like, oh, I shouldn't be afraid or I shouldn't be angry or, Mm. you know, and so like the concept is you call on this violet fire that transmutes negative energy into positive energy and then you feel the feeling more because you think, well, if I can feel more anger then it, I will be generating more positivity. <laughs> You've set up that dynamic. And so like mm. letting yourself feel that and then knowing like setting that intention, okay, the more anger I feel as I send it into the violet fire, the more positivity I'll be generating. And it's also that dynamic of letting it go to the divine and asking for help with transforming it into yeah. positive energy. So, so you, that just you can work it, on both levels
1: you put it around you and just send it into the fire yeah it's
0: like I imagine that there's like a crackling purple fire in my field and around me and then I will just be and that that day that
1: the purple yeah. fire
0: was around me which I actually see a little bit of it right uh, now yeah. do you see it <laughs> in know in the screen Bye. um that day it was because um I was having some fear about a family member in a um medical procedure. And I was like, "Oh, I feel fear, but I don't want to feel fear. I want to just send only positive energy and visualization to them. So instead of fighting the fear, which will only make it stronger, I'll just feel it, but I'll send it all into the violet fire mm. to transform it into just pure positive energy because we can do that and that and then it showed up (laughs) that day i know that was the day that i did that
1: that's amazing that then it turned into so much laughter for us you know
0: exactly exactly that's how i know like one way or another
1: and then what do you do with it once it's done
0: Oh, I just let it burn. I oh, mean, okay. I mean, I might say thank you. And I do have I, I have a video, a couple of videos about it. And also I wrote about it in Holistic Energy Magic that I did do have a visualization that I initially did in order to create the dynamic of the fire. It's like calling on the divine feminine, the divine masculine. Oh, it's kind okay. of like cauldron visualization uh-huh. so that, like, I know that's the dynamic of the violet fire oh, to like transmute. That.
1: That's awesome. Did you make that up?
0: Mm, yes i mean i the visualization yes but the violet fire i mean it's a yeah. new age mm-hmm. like old standby the saint
1: germain and the violet fire mm, violet flame mm-hmm. okay well yeah i think we have time for one more you want to ask okay. the other question you want to do the music one Mm-hmm. okay this is from rachel
0: Um, I listened to episode 30 today in the perfect moment. I have been struggling when playing the flute in the orchestra I am in because of the emotions and feelings I feel from the rest of my section. I can Mm. usually handle it in the full group because my husband plays cello and I can focus on his energy. So cute. I know. When he he is so romantic – When Uh. he is not there or we play just woodwinds, I am overwhelmed by the feelings of jealousy, anxiousness, and lack of self-confidence, which is not normally like me. This is a new issue this year, given some changes to who plays in the section. I used the golden energy fence from the episode and thought about how I just have to let them all be themselves and I enjoyed the rehearsal in its entirety for the first time this semester. Thank you. This thing I love had started to become a negative overwhelming experience. My question is two part. What impact can music and playing music have on the sensitivity and power of empaths? Also, what other tips and tricks could you think of to help in this scenario? Thank you again.
1: Um, I just have to say this because it came to me while, while I was listening. I actually hadn't read that question oh, through. Okay. I, so, um, I really just got the information that she, that she wasn't grounded. So I think mm. that's part of what's going on is that, um, and actually this is another perfect episode for you, Rachel, because in metaphysics 101, I'm about to talk about grounding. Um, but yeah, so I would say that like really make sure you're grounded, which I will talk about.
0: And the flute isn't is so airy. So like extra tapping into the earth element, anchoring into the earth. I could totally see that being important.
1: Yes, yes, yes. I'm really glad that helped out. So anyway, what was the do you want to answer the music part of that question? Oh, yeah.
0: So, um, music is also so alchemical. It works on the level of emotions. So for empaths, I just think it's such a great tool. I like to talk about shifting our energy and our emotions by working on the level that we're already at. So, like, if you feel like you want to shift from one emotion to another, then selecting music that resonates with the emotion that you're in now is a cool way to do that because it resonates exactly with where you are and at the same time it moves energy. And it has this sympathetic quality too that it's like it soothes and transforms pain into beauty. So it's a great place to start. Like if you're feeling angry, pick some Rage Against the Machine. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, something that just seems really angry to you if you want.
1: And let I'm, it move. Yeah. Oh, the violet light is again. Oh, yeah. It's coming back. I guess yeah. anytime you call in the violet light the day before, <laughs> you just have to know that it's going to come in. It's so <laughs> And funny. we were
0: talking about yeah. it.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, yeah. So that moving energy with that, it's. I just think it's a great, great tool for empaths. Because especially if you're already musically inclined, you know, that's going to help you work with your emotions in a way that helps you make friends with them and move the emotion through.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I mean, I guess the question was just how does it affect empaths? That... Yeah,
0: like how, it. she said, um,
1: let's see,
0: what impact can music and playing music have on the sensitivity and power of empaths?
1: Oh, I see. Yeah, I mean, I think that music is such a powerful force that not even just empaths Are changed by it. Yeah, I mean. It's magical. Yeah, it really is. It really, it's one of those things that really has the power to change. And I would say also, this just came to me, um... Because I think it opens the heart chakra, you know, especially like when you hear a song you love, it's like just automatically opens the heart chakra mm-hmm. Um and connects you also to the second chakra, which is creativity and your and, you know, your body being connection. So if you another thing you can do when you're playing music is um and you're feeling that way is think about your heart chakra, just like opening and loving the music you're playing. Mm, So connecting to really the whole process of playing that music and getting lost in that as opposed to what's going on around you.
0: Yeah, and that's perfect for empaths to the opening of the heart chakra. And that's really what helps us feel in love with life is Mm -hmm. when our heart chakra is open. So music is invaluable.
1: Totally. All
0: right. And then the other thing is what other tips and tricks do you think? Uh, can you think of to help in this scenario? Oh, any... I think oh, I you said grounded. Yeah. yeah. Well, I will also say silk. Wearing silk. Oh,
1: okay.
0: I think I've mentioned this before. Yeah. I maybe. um I like to get secondhand silk if possible because I do like to be kind to animals. But it, silk. Um, my friend Ellen Dugan, the author, she told me that it's really great for empaths in the, like crowds because I had been afraid to go oh, to yeah. concerts and stuff. Yeah, and mm-hmm. then I wore a silk kind of caftan type thing to a Rolling Stones concert, and I felt amazing, (laughs) totally fine. So it's a good – I think that's a good little trick for empaths to know to kind of cover your heart chakra, your major
1: chakras with silk. Is a good way to insulate. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad the golden fence helped. I mean I will also say just like if it works, just know it's going to keep working. You don't even Mm -hmm. have to like prepare yourself.
0: And regular magical hygiene, too, for
1: impasse for definitely. all sensitive people, all the time,
0: clearing, shielding, anchoring yes. in light, connecting to the cosmos,
1: definitely. um, okay, should we do my partner? <laughs> yeah, you want okay. to? all right, I don't remember. Do we have a song for this? Yeah, but the sound effect? Yeah, remember. We have a sound effect, but do we have a song? Mm, I don't not. think we have a song. Okay. Metaphysics 101. <laughs>
0: there it is. is. Great. Good job. Yes. <laughs> just,
1: just wrote it. There it is. Okay. All right. <laughs> well, um part of why I'm doing this segment instead of energy report is because I was sick all week, so I hardly saw anybody. Um but I'm still very aware. I mean, the energy report really is just, it's, we're still in releasing and accepting in that beautiful self love. That's the portals are opening, which I see in your screen Mm -hmm. of the light. Um, okay. So I'm going to talk today about grounding and it's funny that I'm talking about grounding. I am a very grounded person, but. Um, I'm an air sign as we know, double air. So, um, I asked on the Magic Monday listeners Facebook page, um, if anyone had any questions. And the first thing somebody asked was what actually a couple of people were like, yeah, what does that mean? Um, how does it feel? What does it feel like to be grounded? It's kind of like an esoteric term. And I guess non woo woo people or non people who aren't into this. I guess this is it a weird word for them? I don't know someone um, said that I'm so in this world that I don't even
0: Well, I think that when metaf- I mean this is I'm so in the world too, but I yeah. think when metaphysical people say it, we mean a certain thing, but I think there are also non metaphysically minded people who say like, "Oh, she's really grounded."
1: Yeah, I or wonder what they like, mean
0: by that. I think that maybe may, they mean <laughs> like maybe they mean I mean, I read it in articles about famous people where it's like, oh,
1: she's not all with herself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, That's what they mean. Yeah, okay. So, in this case, what my answer to that was, because it is hard for, I do consider myself a grounded person, and by that I mean, like, um, okay, well, I'll just say, what that means to me is connected to my, I'm in present time. I guess that's what I mean. So, for me, a good question question um when you can't figure out am i grounded or what does it even mean is to think about what do you think about someone who isn't grounded what does that look like to you so for me that often means like people who are just and i have no judgment i have been that person for the first two decades of my life like losing things all the time i think i mentioned this before on here that i lost that my best friend in high school got me like 15 copies of my key for my 15th birthday because I lost them all the time so it's like that just kind of head in the clouds daydreamy not really here in another place and as a Pisces rising Aquarius sun like it's very I have easy access to obviously I'm an energy reader like to the other realm to the I'm much more comfortable in the higher chakras than I am in the lower chakras, um but the first and i that's not a judgment higher lower, just like the top- you know higher literally mm-hmm. vertically, <laughs> not like i'm higher i'm <laughs> I'm more involved those bad lower chakras, no, so um, so that's what I think of um to be grounded really means to be in present time, in the moment. In your body, and by in your does that make sense? In your body,
0: yeah, that's what I, that's what I think of as grounding is feeling yeah. like connected to your body. Yes. So your mind is also inhabiting the awareness of what it feels like to be in your body.
1: That's right, you're not like off in a daydreamy kind of state a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, as far as getting grounded, um, first of all, your grounding cord connects literally brings in your spirit into your body so when you're connected it just kind of shoom, like gets you in there Um and it's and your grounding cord is in your first chakra so it's connected in there so even if you can't feel it so well and to be honest like that is again I'm more <laughs> like my sixth chakra buzzes so does my seventh really like I feel I don't feel my grounding cord the way maybe the way I feel the upper chakras. Do you feel, mm. do you feel it? Yeah. yeah. You I feel,
0: do. I feel like my tailbone, my feet, my legs, like I can feel them kind of like even throbbing kind of.
1: Mm, nice. Know, I do actually feel my feet chakras. I don't know what it is about the grounding cord, but I feel my feet chakras. um, And I feel the earth energy coming up my legs from my feet. So, Um, but I, the reason I'm saying this is so if you don't feel your grounding cord, as a few people have said, that's okay. It doesn't mean it's not working because I know Mm -hmm. I am grounded. Um, so one thing you can do is just imagine a grounding cord in that first chakra, which is at the base of your spine and it goes down to the center of the earth to a place with your name on it. And one thing I do feel it in the earth, I guess, is where I feel the connection to the earth. So that's where you imagine just plugging it in there. To the center of the earth, to a place with your name on it. That's what I like to do. And then just imagine that earth energy coming up that, that, uh, grounding cord into your first chakra. So that's like a real fast way to ground. I always mix it with the cosmic energy though. So then also Mm -hmm. imagine gold light coming from the crown, up the top, from, from the top of your head, all the way down. I, I do it through energy channels, but you can just do it through the, um, through your spine and then into that first chakra and where they, and then they mix that earth energy and cosmic energy mix. Um, so I'm just first giving quick energy, how you ground energetically. Then also imagine your feet chakras opening, imagining that earth energy coming up your feet chakras, up your legs, um and then down into that first chakra again so you have a lot of nice earth energy um and then also an important part of being grounded i think is to feel your aura around you so that you have boundaries and then the base of your aura can plug into that that um first chakra and that grounding cord um although the aura does also go Maybe not into the first chakra then. The aura goes around below your feet and then you can hook some part of it so it plugs into your grounding cord. Um, and imagine blue around your aura, which is the color of certainty, so that you have this nice base around you. And I would say that to the flautist to really imagine the that aura <laughs> around themselves. That's really important around that. Yeah, I mean, I guess she was because she was putting the gold fence around the aura. Um, so that is one thing. And then I really do think that the, basically the opposite of grounding is being stuck in your head, you know, stuck in your thoughts, stuck in circular thinking. If you're doing that, you're not really grounded because you have to like use all your energy to be stuck in this repetitive thought cycle. Which is, for air signs, very common. I mean, mm-hmm. that is a big thing I have to train myself out of. Like, for instance, with this email I was talking about, I had to be real careful. I was like, oh, no, you're thinking about this too much because, like, oh. it's not helpful. This is not helpful. So oh. I had to let it go and, like, breathe. So the breath always connects us back to our bodies. You know, Yeah, it's like, like
0: noticing your breath and how it feels in your body that unites that yes spirit and the mind and the body
1: yes yeah. yes yeah because it's like one thing i've talked about this i think on instagram but or maybe it was on my blog but the that like my one of my kids i'll just say um tends to get into this thought cycle of like repetitive thoughts and they like to um talk it out and talk it out and talk it out. And it's like, you know, you're sitting there 20 minutes later. It's like, we're still in the same conversation. We have not gotten anywhere. We need to stop talking about it. And they really resist letting it go. And I relate to that. I am when I get into a thing where I'm trying to figure something out, then it's like, oh, I don't want to let it go because I know the answer is in there somewhere. But that means that I'm not grounded. Yeah. So I have to let it go. Breathe, move your body, dance to music. You know, these are all great ways to get grounded that are not um, using quote unquote energy healing, you know.
0: Yeah, like walking outside in nature, working in your garden, making food.
1: Yes, all of these are nurturing things to the body. Mm-hmm. Um, the I think the most grounded I ever felt was when I was in the self-compassion class, mindful self-compassion class, and we did the exercise of feeling, of walking barefoot
0: mm. and slowly, yeah. just
1: like incredibly slowly feeling your, you know, heel and the top of your foot your toe like yeah when I was done I was like oh my god I don't think I've ever been this much in my body uh. it felt really good so these are all great ways to ground um and I the other thing I'll just say is I do like to experiment with color that does help me to feel the grounding cord so sometimes if I'm having thoughts or whatever or feelings I don't like I will just imagine like the chakra it's associated with and then make the grounding cord that color and then just shoot the thoughts down there and have the color go shoo, like suck it down into that. Oh,
0: interesting. So yeah. is it kind of like composting? Like yeah. you let go
1: of yeah, it yeah. to the earth. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Oh, cool. Oh, I always say to shoot the energies you don't like down into the earth. Not like, but like that you're having. That you don't to- need. Thank you. That's the yeah. word. Yeah. Yeah. Down into the earth. But for me, it helps to make it a color. If someone is harder to feel the ground cord. I like to make it the color of whatever. And you don't have to do it chakra related, but I like to.
0: Yeah, and if you're not feeling – like if you're just kind of visualizing this and you're like, I don't know if I'm feeling this in my body, just keep on working with it because the more you work with energetic principles, the more you do start to feel it over time. Totally.
1: And, you know, all of us have our things that are harder or or easier, like I said. Mm -hmm. For me, grounding is harder. But the more I work with it, I am a grounded person. So even if I'm not feeling it the way I feel like, you know – god speaking to me in my crown or whatever or archangel like whoever talking to me that's super easy for me but i that doesn't mean it's not working because i yeah. am grounded um and then the last thing i want to say is somebody asked um on the page two can you ground other people Oh, <laughs>
0: mm-hmm.
1: I'm intrigued to know, <laughs> I'm intrigued to know your answer well, to that. Well, my answer no, you can't, oh. I mean, well, I can ground other people if they give me permission, I feel, right. you know, as like an energy healer, it's not, I don't know, you may sound like you have a different answer, but um, I don't think you should go messing around people's basis it unless they give you permission because it's really um I mean unless it's like they're in a coma and like you know right but even then you can ask them permission on a being level but um I feel like it's the same thing like codependent like even if they okay so this person even did ask them ground me instead I oh I missed the most important part When you ground, ground in present time in the city that you're in. You can also just ground by saying hello to present time because this person... Um, was internationally like I think maybe they were visiting I don't know anyway oh, so that yeah help. you
0: have helped me with that when I was traveling and I came back you were like I think you left some of your energy in New York so you know say hello to where you are and that was really helpful to me
1: yeah to call your energy back to you and say hello to present time in the earth like ground that into your body yeah body. but um I just think it's not really I again I don't want to I felt a little weird saying this, like, I can do it because it's like, I am the guru. Never (laughs) would I ever feel that way. But I do think, you know, I learned professionally how to do it. Like, I know how to, like, separate my energy afterwards. And, I mean, I'm not the only one who can do it. Any healer can, who does this. But I think it's very sticky to get in other people's spaces if you don't know how to separate Well, okay.
0: Well, here's my thought on this. So when – I feel like there's a way energetically to send the most positive possible energy to people without it being like codependent or without like affecting their free will because it's like I think maybe I just do this – the intention is – you know, whatever will most benefit them, like whatever is working with, I don't like consciously think this, but I do, I do. Yeah. I just don't like go through all the words. It's like, um, you know, calling on the divine to support them in the best possible way. And like w- with the understanding that whatever is in alignment with their free will, whatever will most benefit them. So it's not like me being like, Oh, you need to ground. So I'm going to visualize your grounding cord connecting to the earth. It's more like, oh, I'm sensing that maybe just kind of like setting that intention and opening up that flow for divine energy to help heal this person in the best possible way according to their free will. Like, I feel like that, that, like pure positivity, you can do that without it being too sticky. But I think it's when you, when there's like, too much micromanage kind of control yes, on it. Yes.
1: Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, totally. I often say, like, if you fill up with light at the end, send it to everybody. Send it to anyone you feel needs it or the earth or whatever. That's different than, yeah, like you said, going in, like, can she ground them? Like, I think she can send them loving thoughts that they are grounded, But, Mm -hmm. like, for instance, if they were in a session with me, I would look at their grounding cord. Is there anything in it? Clear it out. You know, all of this stuff. I wouldn't recommend someone do that without knowing how to do it. You know what I mean? Yeah.
0: Or I think another thing that um, seems totally in alignment to me is to see someone, like, tap into, so you're aware of the ego level where there's discord and challenge, and then to just, like place your awareness and attention on their wholeness like their truth which is uh-huh. like perfect wellness and just yeah. by kind of being like okay i'm just seeing I, that's how i'm seeing you as your true self that is totally balanced and well then that like strengthens that aspect for them so yeah. that's like, i think another way you can send people good vibes which may help ground them without
1: right without you know, getting going into in anything
0: there.
1: yeah but i told them also they can just listen to this and they could i mean Especially with grounding, it's really powerful to do it yourself. Anyway, so oh, they right. can do all of this themselves. Say hello and press yeah. all that other stuff,
0: and also walking barefoot on grass or yes. just on the earth—that's so instant, and yes. so balanced, and are, such a great energy healing.
1: Yeah, I mean, I definitely feel like I really wanted to be clear that, like, I don't think I'm like the one that can. No, it. but Definitely. you just um,
0: you understand the dynamic of it. Like you can see and well, see I, the energy yeah. and sense it, and but not like, even yeah.
1: just that. Like as far as separating from it and making sure you're not being codependent, like you said, when you micro grounding for someone feels more. I mean, they did ask her to do it, but it still feels like well, that's something they should be doing themselves, unless they're seeing someone who really can guide them a little bit
0: yeah I feel like that in general when people ask for help energetically I I sometimes just intuit I mean often intuitively get the sense like this is going to be way more powerful if you do it yourself yes
1: yeah okay well that was (laughs) it's funny a thing about grounding I'm like did I even answer that I I did though yeah Um, you did a great job okay thank you (laughs) (laughs) that was uh, yeah metaphysics 101
0: you, are you gonna remember the song for next time? You're gonna no. have to sing it for me. I'm not gonna I remember it. Care. Oh I'll well, sing you could a you new can listen one next time. It. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So now it's time for practical magic. Okay. So as Natasha mentioned, tomorrow is the new moon. It's the Sagittarius new moon. Yes. So Tuesday the twenty sixth. And just really simple, because we just have entered in, recently entered into Sagittarius season, and we're going toward the holidays. Um, I'm just sensing that it'll be really cool this week for a simple ritual, just light a red candle Mm. at the new moon and take some time to take some deep breaths and center, ground, come into the moment, and then set some intentions for the moon cycles to kind of a standby, setting intentions at the new moon. But really think about joy because mm. because of the holidays, but also because Sagittarius is just so filled with joy. Yeah. So fire sign, it's like the, I think the kind of the lightest, the most fun of the fire signs in a way. I mean, all the fire signs are fun in their own way. <laughs> all signs are fun in their own way. But <laughs> Sagittarius really has like this adventurous, expansive, light, yeah. joyful energy. So thinking of your intentions for the moon cycle through the lens of joy and like feeling your heart expand and writing them out in the present tense as if already true Mm -hmm. and then just like pouring so much joy and feeling the joy not like feel seeming feeling into these intentions this is always a good idea as if they're already true and then feeling the joy and expansion connected with them already being present in
1: your life experience I have a question what do you do with new moon intentions because like I know I burn when I don't like or you know what I'm trying to let go of in the full moon but what do you do I always feel bad like throwing them away you know when it's um well I think what I like to do
0: with intentions when I write them is fold them up and always folding them toward myself so oh, when nice. you're folding it you fold toward yourself and mm-hmm. then to put them on my altar I have like a little cauldron on my altar sometimes I'll put them in and put a crystal on top or you could just fold it up and put it on your altar and put a crystal on top mm-hmm. and then you could leave it there maybe for a moon cycle and then Burn it or recycle it when the moon cycle's over. You don't have to feel bad, I don't think. For okay. So you just it put it
1: in the recycle. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So that, and then I do want to mention for Thanksgiving, if you're in the United States, Thanksgiving is this Thursday. And so um, the moon moves into Capricorn that day. So just be aware that we're going to, when the moon's in Capricorn, we feel like, kind of intense and critical and (laughs) wanting to just like really achieve. So Mm. just for for Thanksgiving, I think be aware that you're going to have that tendency and kind of try to redirect it in case you're like, oh, this food has to be perfect and this all has to look perfect and everyone should act how they're supposed to act, you know, like that kind of external idea of what's going to happen. Like try to see if you can redirect that Capricorn desire to succeed and to accomplish toward, you know, creating the space for love and connection. Just really remembering that. And even you can set that intention to direct it toward like how much can I succeed? Capricorn loves to succeed. How much can I succeed <laughs> at forgiveness, at flow, at allowing, at laughter, at connection? You know, so just like rechannel it in case you start to feel like a little extra intense on
1: that yes. success sort of like drive. It. And the oh, by the way, in our time apart, I've basically learned all of astrology (laughs) just kidding (laughs) oh great jk jk i'm a novice but (laughs) i did learn a lot and conjunct means that two planets are in the same um place oh like in the same sign so venus is conjunct the moon no the sun in sagittarius which is real nice love real real nice so i was just going to say you could focus on that part the heart chakra if you're feeling real critical or feeling any of those feelings you mentioned
0: yeah yeah that's great and I don't want to disparage Capricorn I have a Capricorn rising I really value it it's great great Mm -hmm. energy for like being focused and being success oriented I just want to like point out that we can benefit by redirecting it in a productive way for that day so that we don't get like overly critical of ourselves or our family members or friends yeah
1: My son's a Capricorn, Brett is a Capricorn moon. Mm. Which is surprising to me. Anywho, okay, that's great. Okay, thanks. So now, (laughs) (laughs) so, so now it's time for housekeeping. Uh huh. Okay, so if you want to join us in Magic Monday, um podcast listeners, please join us. It's starting to heat up and they're <laughs> just kidding. But we are <laughs> <It's a laughs> getting <hot> more <laughs> clean. <scene. laughs> <laughs> Come past the velvet rope. Do they still have velvet ropes or am I really old? I mean I am, but just wondering. Okay. And <clears throat> excuse me, we are also on Facebook just regularly. Um, our Instagram, Magic Monday Podcast. And, oh, you can sign up for a newsletter. That's mm-hmm. fun. And, um, you can do that on the face, on the huh. website. Thank the you. website,
0: which is magicmondaypodcast.com. Did you just say that? I don't think so. Okay. Um, is that all of it for us? I think so. And did you say Instagram? Magic
1: Monday podcast. I did say that. Okay. Oh, you know what I didn't say was thank you so much for everyone who's rated and reviewed us on Apple podcasts. We're very grateful. Um It helps us to be seen, and I think it's working, so that's really nice, and please continue to do so if you haven't. You will yeah. earn our gratitude on Thanksgiving and every day.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I still have a cold in case
1: you. anyone was wondering.
0: Okay. You seem a lot better to me.
1: Yeah, I am. I just think I sound stuffy. Um. Anyway, you can find me at Highest Light Healing com my website and you can book a session sign up for my newsletter I'm doing more on my blog right now for the holidays to help people feel good during it and on Instagram I slay healing
0: and, um, I do want to say that Natasha's writing is just really engaging. So she says really fun and useful stuff, but it's also, she does it in a way that is just so, so fun to read. Yeah. So I highly recommend signing Thank up you. for her newsletter and reading her blog. I
1: appreciate
0: that. Yeah, and you I appreciate you
1: so <laughs> okay moving on no
0: where do we okay. find you um you can find me at uh tess there's a lot of spells and rituals ideas and inspiration I mean, on my website so much and thank you I mean, and you can sign up for full. my new <laughs> is. you can sign up for my newsletter there and um tess 4444 on instagram tess whitehurst author on facebook Tess Whitehurst on YouTube and Tess Whitehurst on Twitter and also check out um, the 2020 Your Most Magical Year Yet Planner. Mm. It's on my website and it's also on Amazon and it's really fun. It's got coloring pages and astrology and goal planning and journaling prompts. It's just a really fun thing.
1: I have it and it's great. Thank you. I'm so excited for the new year.
0: Yeah, me too okay so now is that it me. did we do it <laughs> yeah we, cover we did it? it
1: we did it and thank you to our producer brett <laughs> yes also. always wonderful so hard working with that capricorn moon yeah no wonder yeah okay are we gonna pick a card now for the week yes okay what are you reading from same as last week wisdom of the, what wisdom of avalon oracle oh i'm the same as last time too oh, just wisdom of the regular oracle Okay, are you choosing now? Yeah, I don't know why it's <laughs> taking so <that> long. <laughs> I am too. I'm taking me longer. Okay, I'm just gonna ask for the best card possible, and by that I mean like most accurate. Okay. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. okay, what'd you get?
0: I got the B. This. This week, Hmm. luck, industriousness, and sweet victory. Interesting. So we'll read that. I mean, that goes with the Capricorn. Um, energy so when the bee buzzes onto your path it's a reminder that with hard work and a firm commitment to building your dream a sweet outcome is assured the bee is a symbol of luck so expect miracles and your life will be victorious and sweet remember that you also create your own luck that is effort is essential as you progress along your path in order to make your dreams a reality the bee is an industrious, busy creature that's always making honey. The bee gets busy, and that honey will soon be yours. The bee is always a fortunate omen. Well, that's
1: great. Okay. Let's see what I got. I got clean it up, but reversed. Uh-huh. It was reversed. Maybe we're supposed to make everything messy now. let's find out all right (laughs) it is possible you may be focusing too oh is it possible you may be focusing too much on other people right now it's interesting Mm. that's what i was talking about earlier trying too hard to be helpful does taking on what belongs to others make you feel needed or desired perhaps you think it's your calling to to relieve people of their burdens But what is the cost to you and to them? Don't clean up someone else's side of the street. You're not helping by freeing him or her of responsibility. You're also not doing yourself any favors and you just might be adding to an even greater strain. You are loved as you are. You don't need to be needed to be loved. Mm,
0: That seems like a good message for Thanksgiving. I was going to say that too. Yeah, that's great. Like letting that's boundaries and releasing like the desire to control or fix other people, just letting them be who
1: they are. Yes, and just caring for yourself and yeah. And I was gonna make some joke about Thanksgiving dishes, but I don't have it in me apparently because um, it didn't come forth. Well, All right, noble well, impulse. Thank you. Thank you so much. All <laughs> right. <laughs> Have a great Thanksgiving everyone. Thanks for listening. Thank you. Okay.
0: good job yes just wrote it there it is